Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here at Dua Lakin Shabazz, attorney at law and longtime host here at 93 WIBC joining us in studio. First of all, you look great, man. Happy New Year. Thank you. It's been a while since we all chatted. It has. You're dropping some uh, poundage, aren't you, man? Yes, I'm doing dry January on top of it. You're looking very mayoral. (laughs) (laughs) Is it okay if I say that, Abdul? Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) Before we back up, before we talk about the mayor thing, did you hear those two words, dry January, hammer? I've tried to ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> so this is something you do. Is this something Abdul does every year? Every dry? year. I thought it was after Thanksgiving. Uh, no, I do, dry there... ja- I do dry January. I, I don't drink for 31 days. And I also uh, do it during Ramadan, which is like an Islamic holiday. So, so yeah, I mean, I mean that alone, Hammer, you're, you're dropping pounds just by all those empty calories, right? It's tough, though, man. Do you still smoke cigars? Oh, yeah. I still get on Sarah Sticky Blaine's. That's mandatory. What people don't know is that after dry January and after <laughs> Ramadan, Abdul doubles up. Well, all I know is that there's usually like a line of people after dry January who want to buy me cocktails. So, so where are we at with your decision uh, surrounding your possible uh, running for the mayor of Indianapolis? Well, uh, I think the website is all set up and ready to go. Abdul for Indy number four dot com. Uh, and we just uh, last night uh, got the online donation. Uh, feature up and running because so we had to get some some bank paperwork in but that's all uh taken care of and squared away and already the the money started coming in so it's so you're in this thing or what uh no not yet i still got to uh so you haven't made a decision yet i made a decision yet but but the exploratory committee does allows me to raise money for like polling and some other things and also allows me to, to sort of do it in a, in a formal way so that's where we are right now no decision been made yet decision we made after we poll and after i take all the data to my lovely wife just one more time like but you sure you want to do this <laughs> What happens to the money? Like, if you decide not to run, and everybody already donated to the campaign, I just give it back. Oh, that's okay. Is that okay. normal? It's like the Abdul refund, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, are you leaning one way or the other? Um, right now, I would say still fifty-fifty. I don't believe you. <laughs> if you've got a website rolling and you've got a committee and you've got money coming in, come on, Abdul, you're in this thing, aren't you? It's still 50-50, old friend. Tell me how the- not, 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 not until the wife officially says yes. Is your wife on the exploratory committee? No. Okay. Who, so tell me about these guys. Like anything we need to know about? What exactly are they doing for you? Oh, no, they're all, all friends of mine. I know them all for years. Uh, some do campaign finance. Some do organizations. Some do mailers. So we're just basically putting all those folks uh, together, and then uh, I want to say like next week, I'm gonna start uh, putting together sort of the bigger, like here's your campaign manager, here's your official campaign treasurer, treasurer, here's your kitchen cabinet, your people who you use for like public safety, roads, infrastructure, whose brains you pick on occasion. If you do decide to get in this thing, and eventually there's debate prep where you're gonna have to go toe to toe against Boss Hogsett possibly. Can I be the guy that plays Boss Hogshead in your preparation? Because I'll just show in there hammer drunk and you know pants around my ankle. I might not even show up like he did with the riots. Well, I, I don't necessarily think that's necessary. I appreciate the offer. Don't okay. Give me, I'm here for I, I, you, I, my friend. And I, hey, for 20 years, yes, you have been, old friend. I, I appreciate that. Uh, however, I do think uh, 
if I do decide to do it, I do become the nominee, a debate would be interesting because Joe and I technically have been debating since we became mayor. Because whenever we have a news conference, I'd ask him questions, he'd answer back. So we've already sort of got experience sort of working with. I know easy. a question you can ask. I do too. <laughs> Where were, were you, you the night I, of the riot? Nights of the riots. But first, you got to get past the GOP primary. Yes, and there are two people in the primary right now, uh, Pastor James Jackson, uh, Eastside, and then there's another gentleman who's from Decatur Township who's uh, kind of, um, let's say, not all, not operating on all thrusters. Let's put it that way. Oh, well, uh, okay. Boy. All right, when then. When can we expect the decision? Sorry if you already covered that. I February, by February 3rd. That's the filing deadline. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. So, it's creeping up on us yep, here. Yep, less than a month. So let's get into some business that's going to be happening before then, the Indiana General Assembly. Getting ready to get everything rolling next week. What are we looking at? Uh, we're looking at the budget because it's a budget year. So naturally, that's uh, the main priority. Uh, Indiana's doing okay when it comes to revenue, but they've got some some challenges in there uh, that people want to spend money that we don't necessarily have. So we got to figure all that out. Uh, the governor has a big health care initiative. What money don't we have? I thought we had like a major surplus, Abdul. We have a we technically if you, if you add all the numbers together we have a six billion dollar surplus. However, not all that six billion dollars is for surplus purposes. You got to have your got to set aside for your pensions, uh, other programs. So it's really only about actually two billion dollars. And since when does not having a, a, enough money ever stop the government from spending it? I would say in Indiana since two thousand five, <laughs> okay. since Mitch Daniels got elected governor. Okay, so it is a budget year. Um, what are going to be some of the headlines coming out of this session some of the things that are going to get people talking around the dinner table um actually i think it's i think it's a smaller stuff because obviously you know state's got to pass budget so no one really gets excited over a budget except you're like me or rob kendall or somebody somebody like that um i think it's going to be uh what do they do with education uh what do they do with uh are they, do they make school boards partisan elections and so you got elect school board members in primaries and i think that's going to be a possible topic of with conversation education, let me stop you right there one of the things that we're kind of hearing through the grapevine is that governor holcomb might be all in on free textbooks for yes. the students and where would that money come from uh basically it would come from from it would come from the state budget because it'd be like 180 million dollars i think in some change annually because the the governor's made it perfectly clear and i never understood this either why students are charged a textbook rental fee it's one thing if you're in college i get that but if you're in grammar school or elementary school or high school i've never understood that uh, and it's been a big pain in the butt for a lot of parents so that i'm actually I'm all for getting rid of that textbook fee and having either the school pick it up or the state pick it up i know this is a totally separate subject but is there a bigger scam than college textbooks because you end up having to buy the stupid book written by your professor that was just printed off at kinko's <laughs> yeah. for like a hundred bucks and you try to return it and if you get anything you get five bucks it's a total scam well you see this is why you need to do what i did what i did during college which was i did not buy my textbooks i rented them from people who had taken the class before. Right. Or if I had if to, or, you can find them used, yeah. though. Or, 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 or if I bought the textbook, then I would just rent it out over the course of the next two, three semesters and get my money back. Okay. Sorry. Sorry to derail us right there, but the college textbook thing is a total scam. Well, you're going to have to experience it here this uh, next year, Hammer, with your kid going to college. See, but you, see, but you could be like writing Dangerfield and back to school. Look, these books have already been read. They also already been underlined. So what? The guy who underlined them, he could have been a maniac. Yeah. Hey, new textbooks for everybody. <laughs> Great reference. I'll take, a couple, I'll take a couple of those pennants. Great uh, reference. I'd like to tame your I'd like to tame your shoe. Exactly. I know you. You're big and fat. Yeah, and you're short and ugly. Get my pen back. <laughs> Abdul Hakeem with us. Uh, it feels like we have to ask this question every time the lawmakers get together. Legal weed, where are we at? 
Uh, interesting, because I just interviewed uh, Indiana Normal. They're the people who want to normalize marijuana laws uh, here in Indiana. Uh, they think they feel more positive about it now than they ever have before. I don't think but they it'll... just said that because they're high. <laughs> no, no, they, no they, they're, they're pretty much sober when, when, when I interviewed them. Me, that was one who was on, toked up at the time. Are you the one that gets in the elevator <laughs> that takes us down to the parking garage, Abdul? Because when Nigel and I leave here every evening, you would think that weed was legal in the city of Indianapolis in the state of Indiana. Well, I just do edibles, so I don't do the smoking stuff. So I just smoke cigars. Just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. Uh, no, they, they feel they feel better about the about the subject. Uh, like I said, we had poll after poll, 80% of the population in Indiana sports either recreational or medicinal. Uh, there's only like a handful of opposition in the state house, but I do think we'll probably see some movement on legalized marijuana, uh, particularly either either medicinal marijuana or, for that matter, you'll see them start to put a procedure in place so when it does become legal, all you gotta do is just flip the switch and go. What about the property tax stuff, man? It seems like Hoosiers are going to start uh, running into a real problem here coming up. Um, we'll know for sure about property taxes at the end of the month because by then the Department of Local Government and Finance will put out all the rates. And so then once you get the rates, you know what your property taxes are. Uh, but I did a conversation with David Bodoff. He's the head of the Association of Indiana Counties. They just did a big property tax study survey, and this will be on the show tomorrow and also online uh, tomorrow at noon. Uh, what they did was they, they did a study, and they found your property tax bill will probably go up on average. And this is average between 5 and 8%. Obviously, some will be lower than 5 some will be more more than eight, but that's what they're looking at uh, sort of right now. And unfortunately, there's really nothing lawmakers can do about your property tax bills now because it's going to be too late unless they give you like a property tax credit on your on your tax bill. Uh, but the question is, it's the assessments on one hand, it's the tax bill on the other hand. And so you, you can't mess with one without messing with the other, and it's really complicated. But they say it's too late now. I think a lot of people saw this problem coming. Why didn't they address this earlier? Well, first of all, they weren't in the session at the time. They were, right, but you have to yeah. have a plan in place, though. Like, once you get to session, this is what we're going to do day one to make sure that this problem doesn't happen. Well, the thing is, you, because, of, because of the anomaly of what happened with our property tax values, because you have to you know the, the COVID and the shortage of property or the shortage of materials and building property, that, that jacked up a lot of home rates. And the home rates actually went up about like 11% on average and some change. Now, with that said... You could probably do something, but what? But what can you really do about assessments? Because let's say, ah, ah here we go. Hammer and Nigel live next to each other. God forbid. Hammer does twelve thousand dollars worth of improvements on his home, but Nigel does nothing. And so let's say we're going to freeze the assessments. Fine. So you both are paying the same thing, but actually, you're paying more because you didn't make any improvements on your house, whereas Nigel's actually paying less because his house gotcha. is worth twelve thousand dollars more, but his assessment is the same as what it was before. So it's a lot more complicated than you think. And it's sort of like if you turn one knob over here, it's like all the little different gear shifts. You, you also got to turn this knob over here. So it's a little complicated. It's a racket is what it is. It's, it's, you, never <laughs> truly rent, uh, you never truly own your house. No, no, not to say. See, I, I disagree with that because I, I hear that all the time. Like if you haven't paid property taxes, you never own your home. Well, but see, but here's the thing. Your home gets police. Your home gets fire. Your home gets roads. Your home gets sewers. Your home gets schools. The, the land should be tied. The value of the land should be tied to the yeah. services that it gets. Now, there is talk about eliminating the state income tax, but that's going to be like years down well, the road. Other states have done that. Texas and Florida, just to name a few. I like that idea. Yeah, but they also had to raise their sales taxes. Yeah, that's the thing. I right? live in Texas, you know, state income tax, but a fifth of Jack Daniels is like 40 bucks or something ridiculous. Like I said, you turn like one knob, yeah, you right. get in the other knob. Hey, have you seen, before we let you go, you seen any movies lately? You're a movie buff. You seen Avatar? Uh, did you uh, go see that yet? Uh, no, not yet. I, I go, I'm like, who asked for Avatar 2? Uh, Again, so it's just a rip off of Smurfs, that? right? It's, it's, it's blue Smurfs <laughs> with, with, with swords and, and 
and arrows. No, the last movie we saw was uh, Black Adam. How was it? it was, oh, that's, that was The Rock, right? Yeah, yeah it, it was okay. It didn't do too well at the box office. Now, DC has never done really well with yeah. his movies. DC's always done better with his TV shows, whereas Marvel's always done better with right. his movies. Tell us about your show tomorrow. Uh, getting ready for the first day of the legislature. So we've got, uh, say, Chamber, uh, Association of Counties, uh, Indiana Fiscal Policy Institute, and our friends from the marijuana folks. What All, time? Uh, tomorrow, 1 o'clock. Abdul, thank you. Thanks, Abdul. Hey, thank you, gentlemen. Nige, ready for some beer? Yeah, I'm ready. for. It's a question that doesn't really even need asking. <laughs> it's kind of a rhetorical just, question. Just look at me and say, Nigel, beer, and I'll shake my head. Beer Sample Friday, next.